कठोपनिषद चैप्टर टू सेक्शन थ्री वर्स नंबर वन ऊर्ध्वामूलो वाकशाक एशो स्वतः सनातन तदेव शुक्रम तद ब्रह्म तद इवामृत मुच्यते तस्ोका श्रीता कश्चन मूलो मूलो मीन्स रूट्स ऊर्धवा मीन्स अबव वाक शाख शाख मीन्स ब्रांचेस वाक मीनिंग डाउनवर्ड्स एशो स्वतः मीनिंग दिस सेक्रेड फिक्ट्री सनातन मीन्स इटर्नल तद एव दैट इन डीड इज शुक्रम मीनिंग प्योर दैट इज भ्रम तद भ्रम तद इवामृतम दैट इज इमोटल दैट्स वॉट इट सेड उच्यते मीन्स दैट इज सेड तस्का श्रीता तस्स इन इट लोकाल वर्ल्ड रेस्ट लोका roots above vak shaka and branches below this sacred fig tree remains eternal that indeed is pure that is immortal that is called brahma in it all the worlds reside and nothing ever goes beyond it natyeti kashchana So this verse talks about the tree of life. I am sure you must have read it in Bhagavad Gita about it too. The verses one to three of chapter fifteen talk about this tree of life. This concept of tree of life is also found in other cultures. If we go deeper into its meaning. This verse compares Brahma or supreme self with a tree turned upside down the roots above and branches below the roots signify the unmanifested brahma and the rest of the tree as the manifested world we see as our consciousness arises it takes us above towards the unmanifested roots that's why the inverted tree analogy as we evolve we go from the manifested lower realm to the unmanifested upper realm and realize the brahma that only our consciousness can feel the roots 
just like the absolute brahm are the source of existence even though we cannot see them the leaves branches fruits flowers of that tree are like the transient world just like our lives that come and go just like old age leaves fall off the tree and new ones take their place similarly our bodies die and our soul takes home in new ones or the liberated ones dissolve within the roots so this is a very metaphorical analogy of the manifested and unmanifested brahma verse number 2 and 3 yad idam kincha jagat sarvam pran ejati nihashritam mahad bhayam vajram udyatam ya etad vidur amritaste bhavanti bhayad asyagnis tapati bhayat tapati suryah bhayad indrascha vayuscha mrityur dhavati panchamah so here in verse number 2 Let's get down to the meanings first. Yad idam kincha jagat sarvam all this universe that there is jagat sarvam meaning all this universe that there is yat idam prana ejati nishritam prana here is used in place of the absolute brahma ejati meaning moves nihashritam means emerge mahad bhayam great fear mahad means great bhayam means fear vajram udyatam means lightning thunderbolt ya etad vidur who knows this amritaste attain immortality amritas meaning immortality so here in words number 2 which says that this entire universe whatever here exists emerges and moves in absolute brahm this brahm here called as prana is the great fear just like thunderbolt and those who realize this become immortal so brahma here is referred to as pran because he is the life giver he is the life source of every existence the source of this evolution the source of existence is brahma scientifically we know that there is such order in this cosmic world and this order is amidst all the chaos isn't it and it's 
so ironic what holds the sun in its place what is that which makes the planets and satellites move why is there day and night going on undisrupted since millions of ages how these phenomena are sustained yes we know about the magnetic forces and other forces that keep these going but then who controls these forces where did these forces come into play where did they come from who is keeping them sustained who is keeping them moving we humans are simply unraveling the science behind these workings we are not creating anything new we are just playing with the energies already present here so where is energy being created from we have heard of this um, law energy can neither be created nor destroyed but yes it must have been created sometime otherwise it wouldn't have existed so that's the question where is this energy being created from who created this energy so that energy that creation is brahma absolute brahma which is the source and controller of everything that happens here so coming to words number 3 bhayad asyagnes bhayad meaning from the fear of him fire burns asyagnes agnes meaning agni fire fire burns tapati means burns bhayat tapati surya bhayat again means through fear the sun gives heat surya tapati bhayad indra indrascha vayuscha even indra the god of the gods and wind and death mrityu meaning death all run all move due to the fear of brahma so basically what they are trying to say is it's everything is brahma it's because of him we are there and everything moves in him because of him so the literal meaning of this words is from fear of him him is the supreme self the absolute brahm the fire burns and the sun gives heat and through fear of him indra that is the god of gods wind and death move on their ways as we go deeper into the meaning of this verse it means that all the evolution all the natural phenomena be it the sun shining or wind blowing or changing of seasons even the time and manner of death everything is decided or controlled by the absolute brahma he is the ultimate law he governs the nature 
he controls life and death he is there in everyone he is there in everything rather he is everything श्लोक नंबर फोर एंड फाइव इह छेद अशकद बोधम प्राक शरीर से विसृसह तथा सर्गेशु लोकेशु शरीरत्वाय कल्पते यथा दर्शे तथा आत्मने यथा स्वप्ने तथा पितृलोके यथापसु परिवदृशे तथा गंधर्वलोके छाया तपयोर इव भ्रमलोके सो हियर इन वर्स नंबर फोर एंड फाइव बोथ दिस वर्सेस दे टॉक अबाउट परसीविंग द सुप्रीम सेल्फ सो इन वर्स नंबर फोर इह मींस हियर एंड नाउ अशकद मीन्स वन कैन सक्सीड बोध मीनिंग इन नोइंग प्राक शरीर से विसृस मीनिंग बिफोर द शेडिंग ऑफ द बॉडी बिफोर डेथ सर्गेशु मीन्स इन दिस मेनिफेस्टेड वर्ल्ड सर्गेशु लोकेशु इन दिस मेनिफेस्टेड वर्ल्ड शरीरत्वाय मीनिंग एम्बॉडीमेंट टेकिंग अनदर बॉडी कल्पते मीनिंग बिकमिंग फिट सो देर आर वेरियस ट्रांसलेशंस टू दिस पर्टिकुलर वर्स एंड वन ऑफ द मोस्ट एक्सेप्टेड ट्रांसलेशन इज इफ वन सक्सीड्स अशकद इफ वन सक्सीड्स इन रियलाइजिंग दिस सुप्रीम सेल्फ here and now meaning in this life before the death of the body then his soul gets liberated else he comes into this manifested world sargeshu lokeshu his soul taking another body embodiment here shariratvaya so his soul will take another body another lifetime to realize the subtle truth of brahma however there are different translations to this verse some of the translations say that uh, if one realizes the supreme self before shedding of the body he will possess such power that he enters into everything basically it means that the individual self will merge with the supreme self once liberated in either of these translations the verse is telling us that it is very much possible to attain brahma gyan the wisdom of realizing the supreme self here and now in this lifetime before shedding our bodies it is totally up to us 
how we want to use this life of ours in fact there is a similar verse in chandogya upanishad that says that if one is able to realize the supreme self he has access to everything and unlimited freedom just like god but if only he reaches the goal so coming to verse number 5 yatha darshe meaning as just like yatha means just like or as the glass tathatmani similarly in the self in the mind yatha swapne as in dreams swapne meaning dreams tatha pitraloke similarly in the world of ancestors pitraloke meaning world of ancestors yathapsu just like the reflection in the water that's the meaning of yathapsu pariva dadrishe hazy tatha gandharvaloke similarly in the world of gandharvas that is the world of gods chhaya tapo tapayor meaning chhaya is shade tapayor is light just like in eva meaning just like in brahma loke in the world of brahma so this verse describes how one can experience the supreme self in different worlds do you remember the words number 14 we just did in the section 2 of chapter 2 where it was asked how to realize the supreme self does it shine itself or in reflection so this verse partly answers that query it says that the supreme self can be seen as a reflection in a glass just like a reflection in a glass not a mirror in a glass by a pure mind or in a dream in the world of ancestors or it can just be seen as a hazy reflection in water in the world of gods or as clearly as shade and light darkness and light in the world of brahma so here in this verse you can see how the perception and experience of brahm is changing as we move towards the higher worlds however sage ramanuja describes yatha darshe not as glass but just like a new moon light where you can make out things only dimly and not very clearly in either of those meanings whether it's a glass or it's a, a new moon light what this verse is telling us that in our mind in our intellect we cannot make out uh, the supreme self very clearly we cannot perceive the supreme self very clearly why is that so because in this manifested world our individual soul senses sense objects our mind our body everything is so 
mingled with one another that it becomes difficult to separate them and reach the individual soul so only when this mirror of mind gets clean and regular meditation helps quicken this process one can perhaps see the reflection of the supreme self this is what our purpose of life is to evolve to clean the mirror of mind to purify our mind so that we can see and realize the reality which is the absolute brahma श्लोक नंबर सिक्स इंद्रियाण पृथग भाव उदयास्तमोचयत पृथग उत्पद्यम मतवाधीरो न शोचती सो हियर इंद्रियाण मीन्स द सेंसेस पृथग भाव मीन्स द सेपरेट नेचर पृथग भाव सेपरेट नेचर Udaya astam meaning rising and setting udaya astam rising and setting prithag utpadya mananam means the arising of these senses utpad meaning arising of these senses the source of these senses matva dhiro na shochati the wise man does not grieve So here this verse again emphasizes that the material senses are different from the self. The material senses are basically separate from our individual self from our atma. The rising and setting of desires of various senses are just limited to the senses and they do not go deeper to the atma they have nothing to do with the atma if there is sorrow or pain it is just limited to the material senses your atma or self is not affected by it and so is pleasure a wise man realizes this that the self that the individual self or atma is different from the senses and thus is free from all the sorrow and pain words number Seven and eight. Indriye bhyaha paramano manasaha sattvam uttamam sattvadadhi mahanatma mahato avyaktam uttamam avyaktat tu paraha purusho vyapakovalinga evacha. 
यम ज्ञात्वा मुच्यते जंतुर अमृतत्व च गच्छति माइंड so what's the essence of mind that's the intellect uttama means superior so here they say above the mind is its essence that is the intelligence satva dadhi mahan atma here adhi means higher so beyond this intelligence is the mahan atma mahan atma is the individual self महतो अव्यक्तम उत्तमम अव्यक्तम मीन्स अनमेनिफेस्ट सो बियॉन्ड दिस इंडिविजुअल सेल्फ इज द अनमेनिफेस्ट सो दिस वर्स नंबर सेवन इज अगेन एम्फोसाइजिंग द स्पिरिचुअल हायर की इन विच द मटीरियल सेंसेज आर एट द लोएस्ट लेवल Beyond the senses lies the mind. Beyond this mind is the intelligence or buddhi, and beyond intelligence is the mahan atma or jiva atma, that is the individual self, and beyond this jiva atma is the unmanifest. So this is the ladder of spiritual evolution. where step by step one goes beyond the material senses then mind then intelligence and finally realize the existence of the individual self or atma so this verse continues towards number 8 where you can see it's written avyaktat tu paraha purusho avyaktat again means unmanifest paraha means beyond so it says the purush is beyond the unmanifest purush meaning energy vyapako means omnipresent alinga means having no identification that is what alinga means yam gyatva one who knows this jantur is living being so yam gyatva the living being who knows this fact or realizes this gets liberated muchyate that means liberated and attains immortality amritatvam gachati so here in verse number 8 which is the continuation of the previous verse it says that beyond the unmanifest is purush which is present everywhere and in everything and this purush is without any attribute or without any identification tag and by realizing this fact fully a man gets liberated if you remember we did 
similar verses in chapter 1 section 3 the verse number 10 and 11 they spoke about the spiritual ladder of evolution where sense organs uh, senses sorry indriya senses are at the lowest lowest level and then is the mind and then is the intellect then the individual self the soul atma and then the avyakt unmanifest and beyond the unmanifest is the purusha that's energy so this is a kind of repetition of those two previous verses words number 7 and 8 indriye bhyah param mano manasah satvam uttamam satvadadhi mahanatma mahato avyaktam uttamam avyaktat tu parah purusho vyapako linga evacha यम ज्ञात्वा मुच्यते जंतुर अमृतत्वम च गच्छति सो हियर इन वर्ड्स नंबर 7 इंद्रिये भ्यह इंद्रिये मींस सेंसेस परम मींस सुपीरियर मनो इज माइंड सो बियॉन्ड द सेंसेस इज द माइंड इंद्रिये भ्यह परम मनो मनसह satvam uttamam satvam means the essence so here they talking about the essence of mind so what's the essence of mind that's the intellect uttamam means superior so here they say above the mind is its essence that is the intelligence satvadadhi mahan atmam here adhi means higher so beyond this intelligence is the mahan atma mahan atma is the individual self mahato avyaktam uttamam avyaktam means unmanifest so beyond this individual self is the unmanifest so this verse number 7 is again emphasizing the spiritual hierarchy in which the material senses are at the lowest level beyond the senses lies the mind beyond this mind is the intelligence or buddhi and beyond intelligence is the mahan atma or jivatma that is the individual self and beyond this jivatma is the unmanifest so this is the ladder of spiritual evolution where step by step one goes beyond the material senses then mind then intelligence and finally realize the existence of the individual self or atma so this verse continues towards number 8 
where you can see it's written avyaktat tu paraha purusho avyaktat again means unmanifest paraha means beyond so it says the purush is beyond the unmanifest purush meaning energy vyapako means omnipresent alinga means having no identification that is what erling means yam gyatva one who knows this jantur is living being so yam gyatva the living being who knows this fact or realizes this gets liberated muchyate that means liberated and attains immortality amritatvam gachati So here in verse number 8 which is the continuation of the previous verse it says that beyond the unmanifest is purush which is present everywhere and in everything and this purush is without any attribute or without any identification tag and by realizing this fact fully a man gets liberated if you remember we did similar verses in chapter 1 section 3 the verse number 10 and 11 they spoke about the spiritual ladder of evolution where sense organs uh, senses sorry indriya senses are at the lowest lowest level and then is the mind and then is the intellect then the individual self the soul atma and then the avyakt unmanifest and beyond the unmanifest is the purush that's energy so this is a kind of repetition of those two previous verses verse number 9 na samdrishe tishthati rupamasya na chakshush pashyati kashchanainam हृदामीषा मनसाभिक्लिप्त ये तदुरमृता हिदृश्य मीन्स विजन तिष्ठती मीनिंग एक्सिस्ट अस्पम हिज फॉर्म रूपम इज फॉर्म अस्ंग हिज हिज implies the supreme self chakshusha physical eyes pashyati meaning perceiving seeing kashchanainam kashcha meaning nobody can kashchanainam means nobody can see hrida means heart manisha means thought or intuitive vision and manasa means mind abhiklipto means he is revealed he is seen 
etat vidur which means those who know become immortal amritas te bhavanti so here in verse number 9 which says the form of supreme self does not exist as a vision or perception no one can see him with physical eyes only by the heart or thought or mind can he be revealed and one who knows him becomes immortal so the first half of this verse says categorically that one cannot see or visualize the supreme self and in the second half it says that one can still realize him by heart by intuitive vision and by meditation so when one meditates and focuses the mental powers then true inside of that supreme self will automatically emerge in our consciousness as adi shankaracharya also said when the mind becomes clear and the heart pure god vision arises also someone has aptly said as the concept of god is formed by a mental nature everyone will have a different image or a concept of god emerging in the mind it cannot be identical for all and this understanding develops a lot of open mindedness and non judgmental attitude within us verse number 10 and 11 yada panchavatishthante gyanani manasasah buddhischa na vicheshtati tam ahuha paramam gatim tam yogam iti manyate sthiram indriya dharanam अप्रमतः तदा भवती योगो ही प्रभवाप्ययो सो हियर दीज टू वर्सेस आर डिस्क्राइबिंग द स्टेट ऑफ योग पॉपुलरली कॉल्ड एज योगा सो इन वर्स नंबर 10 यदा मींस व्हेन यदा पंच वतिष्ठंते वतिष्ठंते मीनिंग एट रेस्ट व्हाट इज एट रेस्ट द सेंसेस टुगेदर विद द माइंड मनसा सह मनसा मीनिंग माइंड सह मींस टुगेदर सो व्हेन द फाइव सेंसेस आर एट रेस्ट पंचा हियर मींस फाइव सेंसेस बुद्धिश मींस इंटेलेक्ट so here it means when the five sources of knowledge meaning these sense organs that take in and transport to the mind what they see hear feel or smell 
so when these five sources of knowledge that work in tandem with the mind they stop their work or they are at rest and even intellect get silent buddhist journal vijeshtati even intellect is not acting it is then that one has reached the higher state when your mind is quiet like silent water where there are no ripples of thoughts your mind gets absolutely devoid of any thought when your sense organs close themselves to the world and you are not aware what is going around you it is then that you have reached a higher state where you become aware of your individual self of your atma so this is what we are uh, what our purpose of meditation is to reach that state and become aware of the atma inside us so in words number 11 tam yogam tam meaning that state yogam is to be yoga iti manyate it is considered manyate means considered stheram indriya dharanam meaning steady control of the senses indriya meaning senses stheram meaning control apramatah meaning undistracted or focused concentration tada means then bhavati is one becomes so here in words number 11 which says it's a continuation of uh, verse 10 it says that this steady control of the senses stheram indriya dharanam this steady control of the senses is considered to be yog tam yogam iti manyate this is what yog is then one becomes mindful and undistracted apramatah tada bhavati but this yoga comes and goes yogo hi prabhavapyayo it comes and goes that's the meaning of this so what's the meaning of this comes and goes so let me elaborate upon this the natural tendency of mind is to wander and the natural tendency of our senses is to accumulate sensations from outside us isn't it that is the default mode of senses and of our mind so such steady control of senses even if you are controlling it it does not remain so for all the time isn't it for example you meditate for 30 minutes daily say and out of those 30 minutes you realize that you were in the yoga state the yoga state for only 10 minutes when your mind and your senses had stopped working what about the rest of the time and what about the rest of the day are you back to the unsteadiness of the senses and mind 
you know the answer to that best and so you can very well understand that such a state of yoga fluctuates it sometimes it's there that steady control sometimes it is not there and that is what exactly is mentioned in this verse that this yoga or this steady control comes and goes however if we try to keep our mind pure bring discipline to our daily routine we can probably acquire this steady control not just for a few minutes but for our entire life for that probably we need to be mindful focus on 100% focus on whatever we are doing at the moment that is mindfulness that probably will help in maintaining a steady control over our senses and our mind too verse number 12 ಮನಸಾ not by mind manasa means mind praptum can be attained na chakshusha and not by eyes or sight chakshusha means eyes anyatra anyatra means except katham tad upalabhyate upalabhyate means can be comprehended how then katham tad means how then he be comprehended except anyatra except by who says astiti bruvato he is asti iti okay so verse number 12 the literal meaning of this verse is not by speech not by mind and not by eyes can he be revealed how then katham tad how then can he be comprehended except by the one who says he is thou art so here uh, this verse is talking about the existence of the supreme self there is no solid proof or scientific proof of his existence except for the one who affirms that he is this supreme self can only be realized through yoga and not by ordinary earthly proofs or a limited minds 
how can we ever comprehend this ultimate infinite reality of brahm through our finite senses is that even possible think about it saint bernard has very aptly spoken on this issue in his words he says who is god i can think of no better answer than he who is nothing is more appropriate to the eternity which god is if you call god good or great or blessed or wise or anything similar to this it is included in these words namely he is quote unquote saint bernard you must have read about the scientific law of energy that energy can neither be created nor destroyed but can only change from one form to another or transferred from one object to another doesn't it sound like the philosophy here which we have been talking about till now this energy around us in every form be it living or non living the vibrations our thoughts are creating in this cosmos all this is god or the supreme brahma he is there everywhere in each one of us he is there in everything in every breath we take in in every breath we give out he is asti iti verse number 13 asti tvevo palabdhavyas tatvabhavena chobhayoh asti tvevo palabdhasya tatvabhavah prasidati so here asti tvevo palabdhavyas meaning he should be comprehended only as existent tatvabhavain tatvabhav meaning real nature chobhayo in both ways the supreme must be comp- comprehended as existent and in his real nature so the re- uh, literal meaning of this verse is the supreme should be comprehended initially as existent and then realized as he really is the real nature that is so when he is comprehended as existent his real nature becomes clear later on so here i am uh, explaining this verse in someone else's words i've borrowed these words from somewhere else because they perfectly explain the meaning of this verse
the early stage of a spiritual evolution begins with the primary rational assertion that the self that the brahm exists and we believe this without any further speculation about its nature some of these people having this rational conviction in the existence of brahma want to explore further and the practice of meditation they eventually in their personal spiritual experience they realize and comprehend the true essence of brahma quote unquote so here let me try to simplify things basically at first you cannot understand the real nature of the supreme self so we believe in certain god we believe in the existence of certain god say supreme self or a nameless god it doesn't matter whatever name you put to that god but we believe in the existence of a certain god and then when we want to explore it further we meditate we go inside ourselves and then we realize oh this is the real nature of brahm it's so infinite it's formless it cannot be explained or put into words so simply so that's what this verse is saying many people have had this kind of spiritual experience where they have uh, realized god we say self realization or this person is enlightened isn't it so what such people comprehend must be naturally beyond words because till now no one is ever able to reproduce their version of supreme self or perhaps it is beyond our limited minds to understand what they say the journey to realization of that supreme reality brahm is different for each one of us we have to find our own ways to reach it to realize it people or gurus or guides can probably help you up to a certain point they can guide you up to a certain point but beyond that it's up to you to grope your own path to find your own way there are as many ways as there are people here and whenever you feel lost or short of answers remember that all the answers lie inside you just silence the mind and senses and connect to your individual self you will find whatever you have been looking for in life verse number 14 and 
यदा सर्वे प्रमुच्यन्ते कामायेस्यहृदीश्रितःअथमर्तयोऽमृतोऽभवतीअत्रब्रह्मसमस्नुतेयदा So here in verse number 14, Yada Sarve Pramuchyante, Yada means when, all desires, Sarve meaning all, Kama means desires, when all desires fall off, Pramuchyante means fall off, all the desires that lie in the heart, Hridi Shrita meaning lie in the heart. Then, Atha, Atha means then, mortal becomes immortal, Martayo Amrito Bhavate, Atra Brahma Samasnute and attains the state of Brahma, Atra Brahma Samasnute meaning attaining the state of Brahma. So here, the literal meaning of this verse is, when all the desires that lie within the heart fall off, then the mortal becomes immortal and attains the state of Brahma. So when all the obstructions in our path to Brahma are removed, then the supreme truth or the vision of God, vision of Brahma appears on its own. What are these obstructions in our spiritual journey? Our desires, ignorance, anger, ego, greed, jealousy, doubt, all these stop us from reaching the individual self or Atma. When we begin to remove each of them, our view of God, our view of Brahma, starts clearing and once all these obstructions are removed we are able to realize this infinite ultimate nameless formless reality and this is what enlightenment is perhaps and this infinite reality of brahma was perhaps experienced by People like Gautam Buddha, Meera, Kabir, Ramakrishna Paramhans. And oh my God, what an experience that must have been. So coming to verse number 15, which means Yada Sarve. When all, the knots of the heart, Sarve meaning all, Granthaya means knots, Hirdaya Sieha means of the heart. So when all the knots of the heart are shattered, Prabhidvante meaning shattered. Atha martayo amrito bhavati. Then, Atha means then, the mortal becomes immortal. Martayo amrito bhavati. Etavad anushasanam. 
These two words mean thus far is the teaching. Itavad Anushasanam. Thus far is the teaching. So, when all the knots of the heart are cut apart, then the mortal becomes immortal. This is the teaching till now. Let me elaborate upon these lines to make them clearer. What it is trying to say is that when all the biases of ours are removed, biases related to religion, bias related to this entire world, our ego that gives us the satisfaction of an identity also gets dissolved completely. When we don't identify ourselves with our country, our religion, our caste, our community, our family, our status, our money, our qualifications and even our mind and intellect, it is then that this ego has completely dissolved. When the chains of ignorance around us are broken, the chain of attachment, the chain of desire, the chain of greed, all these chains are broken. It is then the Atma emerges from inside. When the mist of this unreal world is removed and we can see the real without any adulteration, it is then that our Atma comes forth for liberation. It is then that we merge with the Supreme Brahma. So this is the meaning of the knots of the hearts. Basically, all these ego, bias, all our desires and ignorance, all these things, these are binding our heart, these are chaining our heart. So we need to unchain everything, become free and see our own Atma in its real self. The second line implies that the teachings of Upanishads finish here. Etavad Anushasanam. However, there are three more verses left in Katha Upanishad. So they must have been a later, much later addition. In fact, the original Katha Upanishad was considered to have ended with the Chapter 1. Even this chapter 2 we are talking about is considered a later edition. Verse number 16. Shatamachaika chahildayasya nadayasya tasam. Murdhanam abhiniha shritaikaha Tayo urdvam ayan amritatvam meti Vishwan anya utkramane bhavanti So here shatam means hundred Cha means and eka means one So hundred and one So hirdayasya Narayas, meaning heart chakra, the psychic channels, you can consider them, them as psychic channels. Tasam, of these, 
Mudhanam meaning going towards the head. Abhiniha Shritaika existing through or leading through the head. Tayo through the channel. Tayo means through. Udvam Ayan meaning going upward. Udvam Ayan meaning going upward. Udvam means upward. Amritatvam Eti becomes immortal. Amritatvam meaning immortal. Vishwan Anya. Anya meaning others. Others that are going in various directions that lead to rebirth. Utkramane meaning rebirth. Utkramane Bhavanti. So here the literal meaning of the word says a hundred and one are the nadis or the psychic channels of the heart chakra one of them leads up towards the head going upward through that one becomes immortal meaning that at the time of death the atma that lies in the heart travels through these psychic channels and goes upwards to the crown of the skull from where it leaves the body and this is from where the atma first entered the mind body complex from the crown of the skull so it is considered that atma rises to the sun after leaving from the crown of the skull and this sun is the doorway to brahma so in short if the individual self or atma leaves the body through the head then it becomes immortal if it leaves the body through any other opening it leads to rebirth verse number 17 angushta matrah purushau antaratma sada jananam hridaye sannivishtah tam swacha charirat pravrihen munjad iveshikam dhairenah tam vidyacha shukram amritam tam vidyacha shukram amritam iti So here in words number 17 it says the person of the size of a thumb angushta matrah purusho that is the inner self antaratma and that is seated in the heart of all people sada jananam hridaye sannivishtah it is always seated in the heart of the people tam swach charirat tam meaning him as in brahma swach charirat from one's own body pravrihen meaning draw out like stalk from within the munjad grass munjad eveshikam dhairena dhairena means firmly tam vidyach 
tam again here means him brahma vidyaj meaning one should know him as pure shukram means pure as immortal amritam and this there is a repetition of this line tam vidyaj shukram amritam iti which basically signifies the end of the shlok of the words of this upanishad so here the literal meaning of this verse is the person of the size of thumb that is the individual self the antaratma is always seated in the heart of all people him one should draw out with firmness like the stalk from within the munja grass him one should know as pure and immortal yes him one should know as pure and immortal so this is the literal meaning of this verse in this verse yamraj emphasizes that we should make an effort to realize this individual self or atma inside us that is pure that is part of supreme self which is immortal this atma is neither born nor does it die with the body he emphasizes to realize that this atma differs from the mind body complex which will disintegrate one day unlike the atma वर्स नंबर 18 मृत्यु प्रोक्तां नचिकेतो अथ लब्धवा विद्यामेताम योग विद्धिम च कृष्णम ब्रह्म प्राप्तो विरजो अभूत विमृत्योर अन्योप्येव्यम यो वेद अध्यात्मम एव so here mrityu proktam meaning as imparted by the god of death nachiketa attained labdhva meaning attained the knowledge of brahma vidyam etam and the knowledge of yoga yoga vidhim and thus he attained brahma brahma prapto and he became immortal and so anyone else can become a neopievyam so this words number 18 the last words of kathopanishad says that nachiketa having attained the knowledge of brahm and the method of yoga as explained by the lord of death attained immortality he is liberated from passion and from death and so are many others who have imbibed this knowledge this is the last verse of kathopanishad and it emphasizes on the fact that the path to liberation is open to one and all 
one just needs to follow the method of yoga go within oneself realize the individual self inside and that is the password to reaching the ultimate the infinite reality brahm let's end this kathopanishad with the shlok which with which we started om sahanavavatu sahanau bhunaktu sahaviryam karvavahai tejasvinavadhitamastu mavidrishvavahai om shanti shanti shanti